Welcome, everyone, to the seventh episode of Tales from Planet Customer Experience. My name is Brian Bruner. And I'm Deliana Pavlova. And we're a couple of customer experience geeks who love sharing stories about customer experience. We have a special guest today. It's someone who actually reached out through the podcast email to tell us about a story he wanted to share with us today. We have Eric with us. Eric, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump into your story? Very good. Yeah, my name is Eric. Uh, I've I've known Brian for a number of years now and uh, happy to listen Many to his years. podcast. Many years. Uh, makes me sound old. Um, <laughs> but I was excited to hear him uh, create this podcast and I would love to, to help out. So I'm excited to be here. Well, we appreciate you being here. So why don't you go ahead and uh, and tell us your story? Okay, so before I before I met Brian, I was actually living on the other side of the country, uh, and I was going through a job transfer that was going to bring me uh, to to the Midwest. Uh, before we left, we had a we had a subscription with Comcast for internet and and cable, and where we were moving, Comcast was not available. So we had to we had to cancel our contract with them uh, before we moved. So we we got on the phone with them. We we called them up and said we were moving to a place that uh, Comcast doesn't support. So they're like no problem. They 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 shut down the account and then they just asked that we turn in the cable box and the modem, which we did literally the day before we left to, to drive across the country. Uh, they asked for our uh, forwarding address for the last bill, which which was fine. So we gave them that, and then we proceeded to drive across the country to the Midwest. Uh, so we got the first, uh, the last bill. We paid that uh, after we moved to our new location. But then a uh, about a month later, we got another bill in the mail saying we owed another month uh, for our contract. Um, a little confused, so we called Comcast and said, "Hey, we we canceled a month ago, but we got another bill from you guys. Is there something that we missed?" So they looked it up and they said, "Oh, sorry, this is this is a problem on our side." Uh, we did see that you turned in all your equipment. Everything's good. We'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. So I washed my hands of it, walked away, and it was fine. Uh, then another month later, we got a bill that was now two months past due. Um, oh, my goodness. Right? So I again called Comcast up and said, hey, this is what happened last month. You guys acknowledged that we closed down the account, uh, and now you're trying to bill me for two months. And they again acknowledged, yes, this is a problem on our end. Uh, we'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. So I'm like, great. So I hung up the phone. I was confident for some reason that this was going to work, but it did not. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> for some reason. I had faith in this company that they were going to do what they said. Uh, so another month went by and we got a we got another bill in the mail now for three months of service. Um, oh word. And they started to threaten us at that point with uh, putting our account into collections because it's now three months past due. Really? Oh, yes. So again, we called them up and said, hey, this is getting a, a little ridiculous. You guys have acknowledged the problem is on your side. You need to take care of this now. Um, they did some looking into and they said, yep, we see what the actual problem is this time. We're going to take care of this. Um, <laughs> lo and behold, another month later, another bill. We have been the, the debt had been sold to a, a credit, uh, a debt collection agency. Uh, we got letters from them saying that we're we, you've you, yeah that you're in collections. This is going to impact your credit score. Uh, so at this point, I'm oh no, I'm I'm a little upset. Uh, needless to say, 
So yeah. before we called Comcast back, we decided that talking to them uh, didn't do us any good at all. So we decided that we were going to actually file a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. Let them see that we are actually not happy with what they're doing to us. So we we opened up a case with the Better Business Bureau, and this opens up an entire so, other. Yeah, go ahead. So, sorry, Eric. Let me just interrupt you for a minute. So we do have some listeners outside of the U.S., and so um, for those who may not be aware, Better Business Bureau is, a, and you correct me if I'm wrong, it's an organization that basically where you can file complaints, you can. Um, uh, put in actually positive things as well about uh, companies and, and they, um, they're they sort of like a clearinghouse for those types of things. Is that, is that? That's, that's correct. Yeah. It's, it's publicly accessible information when a, a complaint is filed with a better business bureau uh, that allows you to kind of vet out companies to see how reputable are they? Do they take care of their customers? If, if I log on to Comcast and look for complaints against them, you're going to see a whole lot of complaints which means maybe you should be a little cautious before you do business with them. It's, it's just kind of for our own personal information. It's, it's sort of like uh, Amazon reviews or Google reviews, but they've been exactly. around for way longer than, than for way them, longer. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, so, so sorry for the interruption. No, that's okay. Uh, so we opened up a case with the Better Business Bureau, and this this caused actually some PTSD from my wife because what happened with the Better Business Bureau was almost as bad as what happened with Comcast. So when you open up a so when you open up a case with the Better Business Bureau, they ask you if it's a uh, there's a national chapter of this, and then there's local state level chapters. So they ask you when you get onto okay. their site, is this a national issue or is this a local issue? I didn't really know it's a national company, so I said this is a national right. issue, right? So over the next three weeks, the Better Business Bureau has an internal debate within their own organizations on the national level and state levels to decide who's going to actually do something with this case. Uh, we've got a whole document that shows every single time this went back and forth between the national office. They send it to the Wisconsin office where I live now, back to the national office, back and forth. That happened over 10 times where they couldn't decide where the issue was. And it took three weeks for them to finally realize that, yes, this was actually a problem with the state that we left uh, before we moved. And they finally were able right. to take the case and do something with it. So that was, it was, it was a frustrate. So I don't know how you file a complaint against the better business bureau. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Google has something. Maybe Google has something <laughs> anyway. So, they finally took the case and their process is, is they, they then contact the company that we're issuing a complaint against. And they said, there's been a formal complaint against you. They allowed the company to respond to that complaint um, and try to find out if there's any other resolution that we need to, to solve whatever problem there was. So finally it was transferred back to that, that home office. Uh, they they contacted Comcast. We called Comcast trying to resolve this again. But finally, after four, I think it was actually five months now, um, wow. we get a call from some senior vice president in their legal department. Uh, they finally called us and say, hey, look, we we apologize for all of the, the, the garbage that you've had to deal with. We have personally contacted all of the credit reporting agencies to make sure that there is no negative impact to you. Um, so they finally resolved the issue after after uh, five months or so of back and forth with them promising us to do something and then not following through. It was a nightmare. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, but it's interesting that at the end, at least they were 
conscious enough to reach out to the credit agencies and make sure that that everything you know there wasn't going to hurt you. I mean, I guess they're cleaning up their own mess, but I mean that that's that's yeah, somewhat I, impressive. It'd be way more impressive if it never happened in the first place. Of course, but <laughs> of course. If, it's if also unique. Actually, true. It's also an, a unique situation here where we were customers of Comcast and we were trying to not be a customer of Comcast and they made that as difficult as possible, um, which makes yeah, me not true. want to ever do business with them ever again. They're, they're now in the area where I live. They're, they're available to, uh, but there's no way I'm ever going to do business with them ever again. You know, when you were first talking about, um, you know, you were leaving one state and going to another and, and as you know, I, I've done, although I haven't done it for many years now, but I've done this a few times. And, and I'm always um, uh, surprised how difficult that process is. You know, like mm -hmm. I just want to shut off the here. Shut, you know, and I and I remember back when, of course, landlines were critical because we didn't have cell phones in that. And and yeah. so I just want to shut it off here on this day and shut it, you know, and turn it back on here on this day. And you know, and and actually, I think one of the times that we did that, if I remember right, we, so we left. We were living in Illinois. We had left for three or four years. And when we came back and tried to reinstate our phone, again, this is back in the days of landlines, they actually gave us a bill that was four years old that we had never paid. No way, really? Because they had never sent it to us. Yeah. <laughs> and so I can't remember if they forgave it or if we had to pay it. I mean, and luckily it didn't go to collections or anything like that. But but uh, I just remember going, why did you never send me this bill? You know, so clearly this this idea of you know shutting off and turning back on which is probably the most interaction that you have with the cable company right or or an internet company rather yeah because most of the time like you said as long as you just pay your bill every month there's not really a lot of interaction there so yeah correct that's uh yeah that's really interesting wow well that that's uh i i can just imagine um the frustration of getting that uh, that bill every Every month, month after month going, with the uh, with the with the growing yeah. balance and they kept acknowledging they made a yeah. mistake and they're like we own this we're gonna fix it and then they just never followed through for whatever reason yeah and yeah, that, it just that's, progressively that's gets worse right because then oh, you're, yeah. initially it's an annoyance but then it gets to collection so it's not only dragging over time it's just getting worse and worse <laughs> Yeah, it's accelerated. It's just, yeah. And I can relate um, on the first episode of this podcast. I shared an experience with a company that was dragging over two years. And I can yeah. understand how annoying that is when you can't get resolution for a long time. My first phone call to Comcast was very polite, very cordial. It was on both sides. And every single month, my 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 annoyance rose higher and higher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, the one thing when you think about sort of a lesson learned here for, you know, those of us who work in customer experience, but really anybody who, who interacts with, you know, internal customers or external customers or whatever is if you're, if you promise you're going to solve a problem, you really need to solve it. Right. Like, and, and uh, like I can see, okay, the first time, maybe the second time, maybe. Right. But then to go on for five months and not, you know, it's just, there's just no excuse for that. Like something broke down somewhere, you know? Yeah. I, I like the companies that have the philosophy of, of a one call resolution. Don't make the customer call back. Yeah. Every time you have to call customer service, there's already been a failure somewhere because something didn't work right. Otherwise people don't call up just to say, 
you're great. Thank you for what you're doing. That doesn't yeah. happen in customer yeah. service, right? So any phone call that you make is already something has gone wrong. So you want to make yeah. that as, as well, simple as possible. And, and as we've talked about before, I mean, what, what studies have shown is that when a company does fail and you call, like you said, and they resolve it, the loyalty actually goes up than if it had never broken down in the first place. And so you have to look at these opportunities, you know, at, at these experiences like an opportunity that, hey, I have an opportunity to wow my now, in this case, former customer, but still, <laughs> right? I mean, Comcast is big enough to know that they're going to have an opportunity to sell to you somewhere, some, you know, as, as much as things change in the telecom industry. And so to be short-sighted enough to just think, no, we're not going to solve this for whatever. And again, who knows what happened internally, if, who dropped the ball there, but it's just, uh, it's just not excusable. So, yeah, I'm happy. It took a little, it took a little pushing, but, uh, and external pressure, but they finally came through. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like you said, it's interesting that now you have, uh, the opportunity to, to buy from them again and, and, you're not going to do that anytime soon. So nope. that's uh, that's a, a big loss on, on their part. So, yeah, and that's exactly what I was going to say. It's we hear these stories on every episode, almost yet another example of how a broken experience like that is a lost customer forever in most cases, right? When the experience goes so terribly wrong. And, and sometimes for, you know, not just, I mean, I think about, uh, uh, not to go into too much detail, but, but I had a, a bad experience with a, a car insurance company and, you know, now my children are all grown and they have cars and, and are purchasing insurance and none of them have that, that car insurance because when they say, dad, who should I go with? I'm like, well, go with anybody, but don't go with these guys, you know? <laughs> and so it can be a multi, multi-generational, uh, uh, Word yeah, of memory mouth. problem. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Damage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Eric, this is uh, this has been great. Uh, unfortunately, a, 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 not a positive story, but uh, we're glad that it uh, got got solved in the end. And and hopefully, it's a like you said, it's a lesson learned for for companies to be able to see that you know one call needs to you know like that. There's a famous uh, lawyer here uh, in Wisconsin that always says one lo- one call that's all or something like that, and <laughs> I'm not uh, endorsing that particular lawyer. I don't know anything about him, but uh, that's a, it's a good um, motto for solving customer problems: is they shouldn't have to call us more than once for sure. Yeah. Well, anything else, uh, Eric? You would add before we uh, close up here? No, I, I love the podcast. I've been listening to all your episodes. Keep up the great work. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Dilian, anything else you want to add before we close? Thanks for coming on the podcast, Eric. We really appreciate it. I was so excited that you volunteered to come on and tell us your story. So we hope we hear from others as well who will volunteer to um, talk about customer experience with Brian and I. Yeah, and, and as Diliana just said, for any of our listeners, if you have a story that you'd like to share, um, we'd love to have you come on or, or just uh, send it to us and we can talk about it um, you know, through email. So send us a, an email as Eric did at Planet Customer Experience. That's all one word at gmail.com. And uh, for all of our listeners, thank you for listening and uh, farewell and greetings from Planet Customer Experience. 